When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Stay in the light. Remember, they have concealment in the shadows. It is now Asta's turn. Asta, we don't even know what you're playing! You see Asta slide her foot back in the dirt and I enter my arcane cascade stance. Then... I spell strike. <gasps> Natural 20. Oh, oh you're yeah. done! 25 points of damage. And you kill it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you do notice as it lies back dead, a mark on its neck that is almost identical to the one you saw outside of your room oh. at the inn. Do you think he knows we're here? Do you think he knows where we are at all times? Seems like it. Zephyr. You're always so honest. <laughs> and you go to sleep. I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. You make your way in the direction of Thinland's farms. I am. I, I am. I'm by myself, and uh, I mean you no harm. And what's your name? Malkior. You're welcome to travel with us if you'd like. Yes, come with us. You can see your f- if we find your friend along the way. At least you would not be traveling the road alone. And eventually, you see a rickety old wooden fence with an archway over an opening and the branches have all sort of been twisted in a way that spells out Thinland's Farms. You walk through and it's like a small ghost town out of Red Dead Redemption. You go over to the saloon. Everybody looks up. There's a bartender and he just looks at you and says, We ain't got nothing fancy here. The adventure continues. Now, Cannon podcast. Hey, sound off in the comments. How many of you are fantasizing about my hairy cheeks rubbing on your thighs? Oh, hey, hey, what am I doing down there? What am I doing down there? Why am I down there? Why are you down there? <laughs> <laughs> I do it for that. Is that hair on your cheeks or oh is that God. snow? It's a little bit of snow. A little, uh, it's, it's the winter months. What month is it now? January? Uh, <laughs> uh, I just love getting that laugh. Um, <laughs> I'll say anything. 
to get that last name. Literally anything. Yeah. No matter story. how many people are reviled. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> no matter how many how many relationships I torch. Yeah. No matter how many human rights violate or human rights, human rights violations I commit. Oh, no how many human resources violations. Time I check. That's a human privilege. <laughs> Every human. Privilege. I consider that a human rights violation. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. So bad. We're two seconds in. My tummy hurts. I'm laughing and I'm crying from laughing. So thank you. You give away a mascara. I said, I said, I feel like I did this. I said, let's not talk about Troy's facial hair because he walked into the studio. I was like, I'm going to bring it up Save on air. It. I'm going to, I'm going to razz him. And Sydney then he screamed. But you, I was going to razz you and you, you zigged on me. I got you. You yeah. zigged and I zagged. Yeah. I had to do that because I knew it was coming. So I had to, <laughs> I'll step up. You're a lot older than I thought you were. <laughs> yeah. I've been telling you this for years. Everybody roast Troy. Go to circle. I mean, I've got some gray in the beard. Yeah. You've got some gray. It's all gray oh, here one. and right oh, on the flavor gonna saver. It. You're going to hate it. What are you going to say? Matthew has a fuller beard than you. Wow. Oh. Wow. Oh. I'll have you know, I, sta- I shaved yesterday morning. That's how fast it's going. It's not true. I'm just so virile. I know. I can't help it. So what's what's the deal? What's the deal? Is it a winter thing? Is it a midlife you're, crisis? You're not feeling well. Midlife crisis. Are, Are you, you playing for an NHL hockey team in the playoffs right now? Oh. First of all, I think uh, it's very sexist to ask me about this because if I were to ask you about a haircut, which you do, I never. If I would ask you, <laughs> you about, always do. often. Uh, he or, never makes fun of your, what we look like. Uh, oh, did you did you do your eyebrows today? And they're like really bushy, so I'm like telling you you need to do them. That's rude. That's exactly what you do. I would never. But okay, okay, okay. So that's rude. But give me your comments on fantasizing about my furry cheeks between your thighs. That's not, first of all, that's not rude. That's sexy. This is a titillating show, and that's why people watch. We occasionally play some games. But I'm mainly here to titillate. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, now I understand why we've hit that, that glass ceiling. <laughs> Matthew has been growing that beard for uh, at least 10 years. I've been growing this for eight days. So that's a huge difference. I've been, and it'll be I've gone. Been, I've been sh- sh- mowing this back for 10 years is what you mean to say. <laughs> I was going to say. I thought it was just like sh- chest hair that you've shaped into a beard. <laughs> shaped into a beard. <laughs> like a comb my, over? Like a comb upper? <laughs> I just set my chin down into it. <laughs> yeah. Like a little space for your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i just uh it's winter it's fun to do it's fun to change up your look every once in a while i was gonna say something nice oh okay good it's too late now I, I wouldn't do it now i no. is I, it thigh related no it's not <laughs> i was gonna say i think the beard looks good oh thanks yeah i don't need your uh acceptance wow wow but it's very nice to say you're welcome. I told you shouldn't say. I shouldn't yeah, have said it. No, no, no. It's good. You're right. My He's not said doing it for your approval and your gaze. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> are, you doing, are you doing it to prove to yourself that you're still a man? Still a man. Yes. Hey, uh, if I could grow a beard, I would for sure. Yeah, I would grow the yeah. thickest beard. I would do the craziest shit. And I go like shit. this. When I think, yeah. Yeah. and I would do the. Mu- do That's you ever fun. pick at the mustache? Oh yeah, yeah. A nice thick stash. Your stash looks good. Yeah, stash looks stash. good. Look at this poor guy over here, Irishman. <laughs> He's mainly got paint under his lip there just to make it look a little thicker. Wait, serious fun fact: When I was in high school, <laughs> I played Jigger Cragen in Carousel. 
and needed to be a bearded villain. The people who live on land. I didn't even have, understand. I didn't even have the <laughs> beginnings of a shred of facial hair at 17 years old. They glued mm-hmm. hair shavings <laughs> to my face <laughs> from a local dog. And it looked all right from like the back of the auditorium on stage, you know, I guess. Uh, up close, it, it looked hor- horrible. And then it, <laughs> yeah. it, it destroyed my skin. And for like a month, after the show, I just had red, irritated skin <laughs> where a man's beard should be. And uh, yeah, that wow. sums up high school. Why didn't they wow. use a fake beard? Yeah, that's probably my the glue. Well, that was very common in stage. I think that they were spirit th- gum and like well, spirit gum, but then you get like, a beard. You get a beard. Yeah. They were trying spirit to like make it look as real as possible. Yeah, they made it out of a wig that they like shaved. Literally, they shaved a wig. They shaved a wig into whiskers. They were trying to hurt you, and then just like dabbed it onto my face. They were trying to hurt you. I think they were just waiting for you to say stop. (laughs) So they were like, "All right." They were testing you. (laughs) They were like, "Let's see how far we can go with this kid. He doesn't even care." Serious question for Troy. (laughs) Yes, are you doing this just because I can? That will give you the opportunity when you shave it to go down to various different stages and you can do the various civil war. Are you going to do a, a solo mustache? Solo mustache. I've rocked a mustache before. I did Movember a few times for prostate cancer research. It was horrifying. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. Look, it kind of looks cool. Kind of pedophile. I'm a big mustache girly. So if you do the mustache, I'm into it. Well, I love it. I'm halfway there. My Can you do the mutton chops connected with the mustache first? <gasps> That's fun. I probably won't do that. I'll probably mutton just, chops, <laughs> mutton chops. this is all part of uh, it's fun that you can change your look. Guys, you know, you can really just say uh, you've had a beer as long as I know you. Although I've got pictures of like early days of us playing softball together. No beard. Very handsome man underneath what what he's got there. Did you Um, have a beard when we started the show? I feel like you were clean shaven then. No, yeah, I've had the beard since I want to say 2013, 2014. Are you going to shave it? No. No, he never shaves it. Not anytime soon. Wow. It would take what? 10 years for him to regrow it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're, so, you're so mean to each I other. I didn't trim this once. This is, this is 10 years of growth. Yeah. It's just fun to do. I also wanted to see how gray it was. And I, I learned that. <laughs> really mostly on the sides and the flavor saver are gray. Um, but the, uh, it's, I'm, com- I'm, I'm in a very contemplative phase right now. And so the beard is part of that. And I feel like once I figure out what I'm trying to figure out, then I'll shave it. Once you figure out what you're trying to figure out. Yeah. Hey, don't question it. That was really insightful. That's what I'm saying. You guys ever think about stuff? That was just saying something stupid and trying to pass <laughs> it off as knowledgeable. Because he has the beard. He can like just say stuff like exactly. that. Yeah, like, and then he Because you do that. Do that gesture. See, that's why I want to be That's why beard. Matthew looks so smart all the time. Right. It's, it, when I wear my Fall glasses the with the beard. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. I can pretend it's to be It's not really the smart. things he says. That's why exactly. people think that you and I are so so stupid because we don't have beards. No beards. Because we can't grow beards. Yeah. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> well, you all have an advantage, though, over Troy uh, at the moment, at least, and most moments, which is he's usually either wearing a Red Sox hat, which immediately lowers your intelligence level uh, by a, a great deal, or a brewery hat, which it kills the whole, you know, you just look like a beer drinker but then the glasses, who hasn't shaved. But then the glasses add a little bit you more. You look like some guy who's going to, like, mansplain hops to me. 
Right. Or I can go hoodie up and then I Whoa. look like I'm trying to sell you a Christmas tree. Oh my God. Or you're a gas station attendant. Or you're going to blow like up a Fur, a Douglas. <laughs> going to blow up a post office. <laughs> Skid in the past. Let's just talk about Skid. He is, he is, hasn't had a beard in a while, but he had a beard. You had well, a beard. I had, I had a couple a years giant ago. beard for a while. It's like I, David Letterman. I really like yeah. your beard. I thought yeah, it was great. You should yeah. bring the beard back. Maybe bring I will. It it's, I just can't get through that itchy stage. The itchy stage. That's the thing. Yeah. I'd love, I miss the beard though. It's terrible like, for your skin, but it's, it's fun awful. to have. What do you mean it's terrible for your skin? It's real bad for your skin. You got you to you like, do, you you work with the beard. You got to do the beard oil. You got to do the beard bomb. I don't want, oil, I don't want a man you got, you don't have the beard beards bomb? to you. You got to get a beard bomb. <laughs> but I feel we'll like with the beard shaving bomb. your like, face. Hey, tell I didn't do it with the beard bomb on. Listen, we don't shave. I'm not going to woman splain a beard. But I feel like shaving a beard over and over irritates you. You don't shave growing it down to the skin. You buzz. No, that's not what they do. <laughs> Tell us. Oh, please. See, what they do is spread your legs across out, this subway car and tell up, us. Up and against, against the grain. Against yeah, the grain? Yeah. Just water. Wow. <laughs> I didn't wow. know who we did that. That's, That's crazy. That's what they do. We do All men do that. Kate is so smart. I didn't know that we did that. <laughs> I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. It okay. is fun. I don't know how long it's going to go. I'm letting everything go. I'm not trimming the neck. I oh. can tell. I'm just letting yeah. it go. That's what really it pushes, it, it, pushes it. it just that. nudges it into homeless. I leave my house. <laughs> it's dirtbag territory. The minute you go like past here. Yeah, past your Adam's apple with you, you no gotta, trim. Yeah. You got to shape it, man. Well, they say for the first month. I don't even know if I'll go that long. Who's just, they? Just let it go. GQ a beard beard monthly beard enthusiast beard, beard enthusiast beard enthusiast monthly you mean you don't subscribe <laughs> I am a I am the beard they enthuse about <laughs> you're on the cover of every yeah, month six months out of the We're year all still the just trying to chase the Matthew <laughs> month after month how's your capita casa coming <laughs> yeah well it's fun you guys should try it um Skid, I think you should bring it back let's all be bearded. And then we'll we'll be those guys. We need we need a, a hook. Four beards and two ladies. That's the show. I there can go. I can grow almost a beard, maybe. That's really? impressive. Yeah, the really? older you get, like you get like chin hair, little whiskers, stuff, little whiskers. Yeah, maybe we should just dye them black. I don't need to dye them black. Next next episode, <laughs> Kate. I think we should just come in with beards. Yeah, I'm just gonna stop plucking. Yeah. Shaving. Do you want me to glue some wig shaving yes. to your face? <laughs> I give her offer, and I was waiting for you to. <laughs> and then we can all be the bearded bros. Yeah. Yep. I have a plan. Yeah. During the break, I'll shave off my beard, and you can glue it to your face. <laughs> Perfect. Great. See you right after this. We'll be back in a second. Do you not want to miss this? <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This time of year, we often talk about things you want to change about yourself, our New Year's resolutions and everything, but sometimes it's good to focus on things that you want to keep doing, some things that, that, that you don't want to change, you want to reinforce. Uh, I, I just finished uh, a significant uh, writing project that I've been working on for a while. I'm happy with that. Uh, that's a pretty good thing. I want to keep doing stuff like that. So, you know, around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right. Maybe you can, maybe you finally organize one part of your space and you want to tackle another. Maybe you're taking your supplements every morning and now you want to actually eat breakfast too. Therapy helps you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes 
really stick. And yeah, I've talked a lot about my experiences in therapy, how much it helps me having that other perspective, someone who really just knows what they're, what you're, what they're talking about and has some expertise to help you out with some of those moments in life can be incredibly just invaluable. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash GCN today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash G-C-N. That was just a bit. <laughs> we didn't really do that. It'd be gross. <laughs> as, much it w- as much as it would improve the quality of the visuals. We're sorry. Okay. Well, uh, maybe fake beards next week. Maybe I won't even have, won't even have a beard next week. We'll see. Uh, but we will have uh, another episode of the show. And you know what? Let's do one today, too. You guys have been... We're all here. We're all here. We might as well play... Uh, See you Pathfinder. next week when we have a show. Also, <laughs> also right now. <laughs> you guys have been doing some investigating, huh? You knew this was going to be a paranormal investigating, so you are investigating some things that are outside of what is considered normal. Uh, you went to uh, the Quaking Stacks. Did some research there. Do you remember what you learned at the Quaking Stacks? That you can get high in the library? You can get high in the library. You, you, you communed with the, uh, the library tree, and uh, you learned uh, of a slender, lurking creature of shadows um, that was defeated by the elves, uh, making it seem like perhaps this Kanipo the Slim had been around for millennia. Um, and then you also learned uh, in a volume of the Pathfinder Chronicles um, – uh, about the first world that uh, there was a little footnote about the thin lands, a colorless forest located in the shadowy realm of Nighthold, once ruled by the exiled eldest Count Ranalk. You then um, took up your next phase of the investigation by investigating uh, Pa Mosby's farm. Pa Mosby was someone that was uh, evidently attacked by Gorgas and survived to tell the tale. Unfortunately, his beautiful mule, Shailen, did not survive. And when you get there, you see that the, there's a, a, a wife, a husband, his pa, and then there's a son, and the son thinks that your devil's meant to return him to hell. He believes that he is a devil spawn, and one day, uh, pretty much everyone he comes in contact with <laughs> is a demon meant to return him to the right hand of the Prince of Darkness. Uh, so you're like, we'll deal with that later. We need to talk to Pa. Pa has been uh, hitting the bottle pretty heavily ever since he lost his mule. He describes Gorgas like which you fought, and, uh, you know, more importantly, you get from Pa and from the boy that they have seen, perhaps, Kanipa the Slim, this this slender figure watching them from a distance, not unlike what you guys saw when you were walking home to the inn and you saw this slender, long figure in the shadows of an alleyway. It is one of the worst things to see in an alleyway. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Someone that is too tall. figure in the shadows. And they felt, both of them, like they were being judged by this person. Now, whether the little boy's uh, sort of 
hysteria is connected to what uh, Pa had seen or not, or what you had seen. You're not a hundred percent sure, but but they both had in common that they felt like they were being judged by this figure that was watching them. Very very strange. So you leave there. You had heard about uh, another victim that uh, the crime scene may have still been active. You could have go, go gone and checked that out, but you know that time is of the essence. So you just push on to an area known as Thinlands farms you get there it's very dark and very weird and very creepy it's like a western town it's thin lands farms all made out of twisted branches you get there you're looking for a place and a guy just kind of grunts at you you go into a little bar and everyone in there is uh just kind of looking at you weird the bartender turns around he's like a 60 something year old man and he is beautiful he's just like crazy handsome looking and he just looks at you and says, we ain't got nothing fancy here. And then you look around, and everyone that's sitting at the table kind of looks up at you underneath their dirty brims of their hats, their soiled overalls. And every single person in the bar is just like crazy young and beautiful looking, which belies the sort of filth that they're covered in. And they're all just kind of like grizzle, spitting on the floor, looking at you. And uh, a woman down the end of the bar says, uh, Oh, now, Rufus, that's no way to talk to visitors. And she uh, stands up and comes over to you, spits on the ground. Now, you'll be begging our pardon. Uh, We generally distrust strangers around here. It's not often that city folk venture all the way over to Thinland's farms. Especially lately, where it's gotten so dangerous out there. Now, you wouldn't know nothing about that, would you? I'm not a city folk. Asta steps forward and bows in reverence. I actually am from the Wildwood. Yes, you're right. And she leans in. She's like, you're a kitsune, aren't you? She smiles her sharp, jagged, toothy grin. Yes. Yeah. You forgive me saying so, I didn't know if it was a secret, but uh, one of the things I can do is see the truth. And I see that in you. Asta smiles again. Mm, no secrets. And she looks at her party. Kind of like, what the fuck is this lady's deal? <laughs> I'll show you a picture of her if you want. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, uh, like everyone here, just absolutely gorgeous. Oh, wow. Oh, she's oh. so pretty. Ooh. What's with oh. her hat? She's got little antlers coming out of a black hat. What's that horrible accent and voice you're doing for that beautiful face? <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's really what I was on. picturing at all. I need you to shave the beard immediately. I can't. <laughs> no. I can't I'm, the immersion has been broken. It's, it's, <laughs> don't look at me. Just listen to me. Uh, but yeah, don't, the, look me. The, no, don't, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Yeah, she definitely, the voice does not match what you see, but it didn't uh, for the bartender either. She looks kind of like Padma Lakshmi or something. Maybe. Yeah, there is a little Padma there. I could see that. Troy. Are the antlers her, from he, her head or her hat? That's what I was going to ask. Would I know, it, being this close to her, like familiar with the Wildwoods and just sort of nature in general? Excuse me. What is that shit coming out of your <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is that on your hat? What the fuck is that? Oh, this <laughs> is You look fucking weird. Sarah, what the fuck is that wrong? What's wrong a, with you? Could I do like a nature? Yeah. Okay. 21. 
21. Uh, it's not unheard of for people to have weird shit coming out of their head. What the hell? Great work, Troy. Cool, Top Here in this fantasy you. land, uh, you don't know of it actually uh, meaning any specific thing like, oh, if you see an antler head, that means they can cast fire. Can I roll? Are they antlers or are they on her hat? Are they antlers or are they wood? Do you want to ask her? Because they look like they look like they look like wood. Okay, when she I'm says there. you're a kitsune, I think I say, "Nice hat." That's an opening. Yeah, yes, right. we know each other. Nice hat. Are those? Oh, this old thing. Oh, those. Yeah, they. Hold on now, and she like squinches her eyes, and they recede into the hat. Uh, Ew, gross! Buggles! <laughs> Buggles, That's rude. Oh, sorry, I didn't, didn't mean to frighten you there. Just, uh, if you're not used to seeing... <laughs> you run oh. away. No, I'm Are looking you? for my cape. Folks, such <laughs> as my... That's here somewhere. <laughs> 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 you're going to hide in your cape? I, mean, like, I, I, I thought I you were going to get, get up. Character. I need my cape. <laughs> she says, if you're, not, if you're not used to seeing folks such as myself, I imagine that might be a little strange. But once again, I, I ask you, do you know anything about this danger out in the forest? What, what brings you here? For, well, forget my manners. I should introduce myself. The name's Abelina Choi. Uh, Alder woman, Abelina Choi. Alder woman. Sit on the, the council here oh. for this town. Alder woman. Alder woman, yeah. What's so funny, Goblin? I've, there's a very, one of the later Futurama episodes. There's They bring this creature back from the sun, this like living flame thing. <laughs> And he's just like, yes, he says, I was once the all-powerful alderman for my district, and I was deposed, but I shall return the favor, and I will become the most powerful alderman of the year. Yeah, Brother Ramius will say, yes, alderwoman, we are. Please, call me alderwoman, Joy. Yes, alderwoman, Troy. 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 Woman, oh, Troy. Woman, call Troy. me yes. woman, uh, Call me Abelina. Uh, Abelina. Yes, we are quite familiar with the dangers happening outside of this village. We narrowly escaped an Maybe attack yes. from Gorgas. Just outside your boundaries. We were nearly killed. We're encouraged to see that the danger does not seem to have come within Thinland's farms. Is that true? Um, for the most part, things are safe here in town, but the minute you step outside of town, things get a little hairy. We've lost some people, but uh, perhaps you uh, help out the economy and purchase a drink here from Rufus, and then we can chat a little more. Rufus. Yes, Rufus. Might we help out your economy and have a drink? Sure. Or perhaps some food. We have food. Very hungry. Deer sausage. That sounds excellent. Greens. Greens. Perfect. Perfect. What do you want to drink? Uh, milk. Water, please. Ale. Wine. Milk. Water. Ale. Wine. What? what water. Two waters. <laughs> really helping out the economy. <laughs> <laughs> Two waters. If you're a bar, when your bartending day is, how thrilled would you be oh, to yeah. get that order? Three people said the bar. Can can I, we'll just have water. Can I get water. a little lemon and a, and, and a straw? Like 3D. Right, water and a warm bar seat. A lemon and a straw, also. Oh, sure, come right up. No ice. 
five deer sauces, five <laughs> grains, two waters. You want lemon too? In my in my ale? Oh, you who else it's ordered the water? You. The lemon. I did. You were the water. You want? If you lemon? have lemon. I'd like. Thank you. Could I get some in the milk? Lemon in the milk. Yeah. And do you have? <laughs> do you have any cola? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Could you pour the cola in the wine? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Steve. Real quick, I, just I think wanna, we're all. I just want to clarify what happened here. The, the cola request joke was so funny, you couldn't even get it out. That's how funny it was. <laughs> and you've made something that's not funny hilarious. How do you keep this by that? laughing, laughing it into hilarity? You've laughed it into funny. I'm working on my delivery. If I just crack up, it's so funny. We haven't seen each other. Just a red, just a red wine. Red wine, hold cola. I know a guy in college who would salt his cheap beer. Is that a thing in Massachusetts? Yeah, I've seen that before. my, my college friends. Wait, why? They would do that too. They put salt on everything. I had friends put salt on cheese pizza. It's, Are they uh, diabetic or they're something? They're all dead now. Oh. Every, <laughs> every single like, one of them. He, we would like go to a bar, he'd order a Bud Light, and then he would take the salt shaker and just be like... Yeah, I've uh, seen I've that. Seen, yeah, it's a weird thing. Does it make yeah. it like more bubbly? No, just more tasty. Yeah. yeah. So, more salt makes everything better. Right. Do you ever see somebody <laughs> open up a McDonald's cheeseburger and like salt it? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's like... No. So, uh, McDonald's fries. <laughs> open a package of salt. So I do that. Yeah. I mean, like, I understand why people do it, but, like, I am past that point. On the burger, that's whew, that's a lot. He takes your order. She says, I got a table over here. Get the fuck over here. So, uh, normally we're not the type to swap. Oh, wait, I'm the Is this woman. Is the bartender? No, yeah, I'm the woman. Oh, get the fuck over here. <laughs> normally we're not the type to, to swap stories with strangers, but, uh, if we have a common enemy in these recent predations upon our town, then perhaps we'd be more willing to loosen our lips. I gave you my name. What are yours? I'm Brother Ramius of Latria. Brother Ramius, man Shadow of the I. cloth. Indeed. May I ask you a personal question? Absolutely. Hope you don't take offense. <clears throat> You've been... Burnt. And his demeanor like changes, drops a little bit in his face. How do you know that? As I said to your Kitsune friend, I can see things. I see it in you. You're a survivor. I am. Brother Ramius. Talitha Breakwater. Talitha Breakwater. I see something in you as well. Oh, yes? Yes. What? I think you'd rather me not say. Brother Ramius looks at Talitha. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Talitha just... Blank expression. Poker face. And you there, young lady. Uh, Zephyr? Zephyr Velos. Your ink is cool. Oh, thanks. I like your hat also, and your hair. It's very nice of you to say. It's nice hair. 
<laughs> my sister did my hair, and my mother made my hat. What are their names? Oh, their names. It's uh, Margaret is my mother. It's a very motherly name. And Maggie May is my sister. Aww. <laughs> Maggie May and Abigail. Yeah, she's older, so she took my mother's name, Margaret Maggie. Maggie May, and I'm Abelina. Did you say Abigail? I Did I? <laughs> I'm very stunned by this woman knowing my most deepest personal secrets. <laughs> was it hard being a younger sister? It was, but I had a younger brother, so we... What was his name? Uh, <laughs> Ronald. Ronald? <laughs> I almost forgot. What's his name? Ronald, yes. Named after my father. Is that all the siblings? That's all of them. Huh. We've got to keep things moving. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is your name there? What about your father? Ronald. <laughs> well, we called him Rick. <laughs> Rick, short for Ronald. <laughs> His friends called him Rick. You called Rick your, Joy. Your dad, Rick you called Joy. him Alderman Rick. Rick Joy. Oh, it's a hereditary position. Yes, he passed and I took over. <laughs> okay. Alderman Rick Joy. Rick Ronald Joy. <laughs> Make the Ronalds in quotes? <laughs> What's your name? Um, as I... <laughs> Whose birth name is Rick and the nickname is Ronald? Oh, no, no. This is getting all twisted around. Hold on, I gotta change my notes. I wrote this it down. This woman is full of lies. This place is crazy. Like, it's like Bob, in quotes, Robert. <laughs> Bob Robert. I wrote down Rick. I hope that's important later. What's your name? As I said before, my name is Asta. Asta, that's right. Asta, you are native of these woods. Uh, well. Uh, the Verdun Forest of Taldor is where I'm from. I see. Where I grew up, I should say. Right. And you? What's your name, little man? Sort of shrinks into his cape. I wish I could demonstrate. <laughs> Sound like you're going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> you're really sad about your really, cape. Really, really, really. Are you right? I really want to know if it's okay. <laughs> What's your name? Buggles. Buggles. Just Buggles. Is that a name you chose or a name that was given to you? He just shakes his head. Well, you all are most welcome here. And this is Melchior. Oh, I didn't see you there. I forgot because I didn't want to role play here. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hear a truth about Melchior. What is your, what is your, Melchior your name is? Uh, yes, I'm just looking for a friend of mine, uh, uh, maybe you saw him. Uh, uh, his name was Varna. And she's like, We did see uh, a man named Varna, uh, one of the uh, oak stewards from Seven Arches. And he's like, Yes, yes, you saw him. Where is he? And he, she says, Oh, uh, he came by here uh, recently, maybe about a week past, left, never saw him again. And he's like, Huh? I, I I have so many questions, but I, I'm here um, with my new friends, so I don't want to interrupt, but I, I would love to know uh, more. Anything he told you? She's like, there will be time, Malkior. But what brings you all to Thinland's Farms? As you say, there is a threat visited upon these lands. Mm-hmm. We have been tasked by the Oak Stewards of Seven Arches to handle that threat. To discover its source. 
and it's led us here. There is some involvement with the Thin Lands and the threat. Are you familiar with the Thin Lands, your namesake? The Thin Lands, the other plane. Say it a few more times. Thin Thin Lands. So here's what we're going to have you do, not unlike what we did when you were talking with Pa Mosby and exploring the quaking stacks. I'm going to have you roll some checks, and this will determine how this sort of conversation goes with alter woman Abelina Choi. Um, you can choose from diplomacy, nature, survival, or if anyone has first world lore, you could choose that as well, which I don't think anyone does. It would be a fun little thing to throw some points into. Um, I'm happy to do uh, nature. Nature? I'll take diplomacy. Okay. What's your nature, Joe? Plus eight. Oh, wow. What's your diplomacy? Plus six. What's your... My best is nature at a plus four. So maybe I can try to aid Ramius or... You better take no. the check, yeah. Yeah. What you do? Also nature plus four. Okay. Uh, I'd like to try diplomacy with a plus eight. Thin lands. Thin lands. Yes. Well, that's a long story. You see, people like my great-grandmother believed that there were holes in the world. Holes that connected to other places, even other worlds. Now, some of these holes move and change, but Others are static, always in the same place, though they may come and go, only appear certain times of the year or even the day. My great-grandmother and a lot of people here at Finland's Farms believe that, that one of those holes is right here in this area, a hole that bleeds into our world, and that hole leads to the first world. That's what she believed, at least. It's what makes our soil so rich. Nah, our people so special. I've always wondered what parts of our world seeped into theirs. But these thin lands you speak of, it's probably what this place is named after. This passageway takes you there. Now, maybe our ancestors knew of this and they went and visited. Maybe had an accord with the people over there and built this place in honor of the place they visited. I don't know for sure. It's just a story that's been passed down. Even my great-grandmother didn't 100% believe that. But there is a connection. As for where these holes are, if anybody knows, they ain't telling. When people go missing... Sometimes it's these creatures like these gorgas. Kill them, they don't return. Other people disappear and don't come back, and people always wonder maybe they found one of these holes, walked through, never returned. Anyway, maybe that's where all these people keep disappearing. Maybe your friend there, Malchior. Maybe that's what happened to him. Question is, are they looking for these things or they're being taken what do you think maybe a little bit of both 
Not sure. No one from Thinlands Farms that has gone missing has returned. We've had a couple people, as of late, past month or so, went off, never came back. It's not unheard of. We're here on the outskirts. We try to keep everybody here so that stuff like this doesn't happen. We can't protect everyone. When that happens, we'll send out a search party, uh, you know, follow up on the last known locations as best we can. These two people in particular that were lost, we didn't find any trace of. You know, some people just want a better life. That's why they leave Thinlands Farms. Other people, maybe they're looking for something, and other people, maybe they're taken. But no one has left and come back claiming to have visited Thinland. No. These people that left and have not returned, did they leave families behind? Friends? This is a small town. Uh, one of them was a bit of a loner, a bit of an outsider. Um, the other uh, was a, a married woman. By all accounts, they had a good home life, children. Um, so we just assumed that uh, she might have been attacked or taken. It was unlike her to, to leave town. But, you know, sometimes in families, things go on that we don't know about. But What was her name? Maybelline. Did you speak with her husband, the children? Yes, we, we, we spoke to the husband and the children... You know, it appeared everything was hunky-dory with them. What's uh, what's the husband's name, if you Gerald. Do you think they would speak with us? Gerald? I imagine he would. I'd have to give a introduction. Of course. But, uh, you know, we, we felt pretty good with his answers, and we, we moved on. As I said, it's not unheard of for people to disappear. And what of the loner? Um, any details you can give us there? Older, uh, younger? Older man. Rufus's age. Uh, never married, never had children. Kind of kept to himself. Read a lot of books. But born here, raised. Born here. and raised here, yeah. His parents only had him. Had no brothers or sisters. They passed. He took over their home and lived there. Kept to himself. Once in a while, you'd see him here at the saloon, drinking. But, uh... One day, he just... Up and left. Has anyone that you know of ever gone looking for any of these openings? Intent to prove the myth correct? Oh, yeah. Some people do. Not... Not me. Young kids trying to prove themselves. Teenagers... Have any claimed to have found them? No. No. No, maybe back in my parents' or great-grandparents' day, there'd be people who tell stories to try and get attention, but not in my time. You know, there's a lot of stories. Stories that go on around here. Some people say it's attributed to a, a, a being known as Kanibo the Slim. You ever heard that name? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. We'd done heard of Kanipo before. It's always the children. They come running 
back to their mas and pas, telling them that they seen some figure, some tall, slender figure, watching them, judging them. You've never seen him? I'd never seen him. Even as a child? Even as a child. At least I don't remember if I did. My great-grandmother said she saw him once. She said she wasn't worthy, and he left her alone. Interesting. What makes one worthy or unworthy of Kinibo's judgment? I don't know. But around here, you don't even say his name. Because they say even saying his name draws attention to you. They can hear you. They can hear you invoke their name. And another question. Hmm. Your great-grandmother never drew a connection between Ayudara and these holes. Ayudara? Talking about them elf gates? Exactly. No. Although they serve the same purpose, the holes that I speak of, my great-grandmother taught me about, these are holes that just appear in nature. But you were not affected by the elf gates opening recently. No, I heard about that. Nobody around here was affected. Ain't any of those gates around these parts. Do you believe that your ancestry, your blood, is of the first world? I don't know. There's some around here that do. I just think the sort of proximity to this other place has made us different. I don't know if it's gotten to our blood or not. Well, you said it made you special. Mm. What is special about everyone here? Look around you. Old Rufus, 85 years old. Looks like he's in his early 30s. How old do you think I am? 23. Very sweet of you to say, but I'm much older than that. Is it just your looks, or are you physically, do you feel physically still much younger? I feel much, much younger than I actually am, and everyone here has gifts. Your antlers? Sure. That's a part of it. That's also my connection to, to the, see the truth, as you put it. And it's all connected. These antlers, as you call them, it's just a part of nature that's in me. And perhaps the world around us hears your thoughts, feels your feelings, and then feeds it back to me. That's how I always, how I always believed it. Is there a place in Thinland's farm where you feel the strongest connection? No. It's all around us. Um, ma- ma- madam, uh, what was the name of the loner, the man? The man that disappeared? Yes. Um, his name. What the fuck was his name? Let's <laughs> <laughs> call him the loner. Perhaps you could just pull from the world around you to give you that answer. His name was Henry. Henry Buckets. Uh, really? 
Yeah, old Henry Buckets. <laughs> Henry Buckets? Really? Henry Buckets. Every time Troy says a name, like Harrietta Pebblesworth, the body we didn't discover, I'm like, unimportant. I'm like, Henry Buckets? Yeah. Don't go looking. It's like, oh, okay, that's we're not that's meant to follow up with this. made up. Henry Buckets? It's a gay... Is he a real person? It's a real name. You oh. never heard of Buckets? Is the long line of Buckets? Yeah, no, he was the last Buckets. one. Bucketses? Bucketses. Buckets. Henry Buckets. Buckets. We were hoping to... Spend the night. Are there rooms to let in the in the, in the, in the saloon here? Ah, uh, there are. There are. You've got the coin to pay for it. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Was I of any help to you? You were. I'm sure <laughs> we might have some questions. Um, I think we'll have many more questions after we walk around a bit. Oh, explore town. Now... You should know that everybody isn't uh, as friendly as I am, so... That's all right. Don't be, uh... Not, a, not all of us are as friendly as we seem. Oh, you seem quite friendly. She lingers on you a little bit. Over her face. <laughs> anyway, it's good to meet you. I know you're here to do good. Hopefully you can help. If there's any way I can be of service, you just ask for all the woman Alvelina Choi. Rufus! They're looking to get some rooms here. Can you, uh, set them up? Mm. He comes over. Here's your dear sausage. <laughs> I eat it with my hands. And here's your silverware. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Maybe just use the hands. <laughs> Is it bad? Yeah. Buckles is appalled. <laughs> so group. How is it? Is it good? Tell me. What? Oh, that was not in character. <laughs> Sorry, I did my character voice. Is this is the sausage good? Yeah. Oh, okay. Roll. Roll. <laughs> it's delicious. It's the best sausage you've ever had. It's a 12. That's yeah, great. <laughs> it's a 12's worth. It's freshly caught with magic deer. Wow. Um, anyhow, uh, you know. Any sights we should see in the town while we're here? Anything of note? Um, there's a cow with six udders. That sounds remarkable. Oh, I, what? I'd love to see that. Yeah. What's... Where? Is the milk regular? <laughs> is it regular Is milk? this milk? Is my milk from the cow? It is, as a matter of fact. <gasps> the milk. Which one of the udders? It has healing properties. Hmm? Oh. Yeah, cow with six udders. Uh, and there's a... Uh, uh, a, a, a silo that has hay in it. That's really all it has. We don't have a keep, lot. You keep hay in a silo? Yeah. What do you put in your silo? Grain. That's just foolish. <laughs> this town is weird. You northerners. <laughs> you northerners. Put grain in a silo. Yeah, a good <laughs> silo filled with worthless grain. <laughs> yeah, we, we put ours in boxes. Box. Hay in the silo, grain in the boxes. It's <laughs> like my Rick used to do. My daddy Rick. We should go. Yeah, let's go. Here, take a box of Rick Choi's greens. <laughs> a box of Rick Choi's greens for everybody. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, his picture's on it. Yep, there is. God bless him. Very handsome. I miss him every day. It says Rick Ronald. <laughs> the Ronald of grains. What does that mean? 
All right, enjoy your room. I'll be down here drinking, looking for a lover. <laughs> oh my. I'm going to pretend my character didn't hear that. I think we're all going to ball yeah. character hear that. One of these days, someone's going to stroll through and be the alder man for me. <laughs> Good night. Can I roll a perception to see if any if she seemed like she was being truthful throughout all that? Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, okay. 14. 14. I'm, I'm going to as well. She's creepy, but uh, seems <laughs> to be creepy. above board. <laughs> Not like everyone in this adventure. <laughs> 20, 21. And I'm more so reading about the nature, like getting a vibe for her with my understanding of like Faye and just sort of the mystery. Yeah. You, f- you feel like a lot of her uh, understanding of the world is derived from fairy tales. Um, what you would consider fairy tales or maybe what they would consider fairy tales. But maybe you know from your connection to nature that there's a lot more truth in these fairy tales than uh you know, more civilized folk uh, sort of lend credence to. And so that's the kind of vibe you're getting. It seems like almost childish the way she talks about the world, um, but her understanding uh, is... Yeah, but it also seems like she uh, acknowledges that they're fairy tales. Yeah. you know, And also, what an insular community. Like, they, it doesn't seem like anybody leaves this Thinlands farm unless yeah. they're like gone gone and mm-hmm. disappear there is like a sort of gravity to it yeah I feel like to yeah. the extent where some people will just vanish well now I'm getting creeped out because I'm like can we leave like are we yeah. forever stuck here yeah I hope so I truly do that we're stuck <laughs> yes because then that would give us something to do <laughs> <laughs> this is awful <laughs> let's go look at the cow yeah Let's, All right. I want to. I dearly would love to see the cow, brother Amius, and the hay silo, <laughs> and a silo full of hay. Could you imagine? All right. So you uh, you check in. You get your keys, and uh, then you ask someone. You go and you see the silo, and it's just a normal silo, but it's bust. You see hay busting out of the top. I think we should investigate it for at least twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to pursue a lead on the hay silo. They should have sent a poet. <laughs> and there's a, and then there's a guy uh, just kind of cleaning up a, a little pen where the a cow is. It just looks like a normal cow, but if you peer over, you do see six udders. Question. <gasps> question. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Do cows count under stabling lore because they're kind of in a farm stable? Uh, Roll on the cow. I think what Roll better way to use It was either lore. the dumbest question ever or the best. <laughs> no, that's the best question of all time. Can I use my stabling lore Yes. What do you want to know about the cow? Um, <laughs> yeah, how well, it, I guess how like, you harness it, how you, where you put the bit. Where you milk it, I guess. <laughs> what do you do with the six other? <laughs> like, like, do you have to do them all at once or is it... Like maybe how this came to be or how weird it is if I've heard of any Anything like this before? That's that's not bad. Okay. Yeah, pretty yeah. Where to put the Natural one. Natural. <laughs> the one. You think all cows have six udders? Yeah. The I've whole time you walk so in there, stables. you're like, you don't want to be weird, but you're like, don't all. It was the silo. The silo. What's so weird Dude, that, about that? Silo full of hay. You should go up to the guy and be like, "May I?" 
<laughs> As is tradition. <laughs> you ride these cows? Is that a race, uh, that a race cow? Uh, that's a big It's okay with you. Where's your saddle for this? a beautiful this? thoroughbred race yeah. cow. Can I, can I take him out? Can I, can I walk him around? Is cow properly shooed? Take a look in his mouth. Shod. Shod? <laughs> He's cow properly to, shod? I love you. He's trying to open the cow's oh. mouth. I have Lovely a thoroughbred cow in its teeth. <laughs> I have a line on a thoroughbred cow of my own that would be available to stud. Yeah, you might want to breed this cow. Oh, you come to see a six-headed cow, huh? No. Uh, yes. We're yes. moving along. No. Yes, please. <laughs> what, oh, there's one, one question. Yeah. What's your cow's name? My cow's name is Mickey. Mi- Mickey? Mickey. Mickey. And your, and your name? Mickey as well. <laughs> name wow. him after me. All right, well, farewell, Mickey, and farewell, Mickey. Let's go. Wait, one, one more question. Yeah, I'm here all day. Was this cow born this way? Was the cow born this way? It was. His mama she. only had four others. She was born with six. What? So the mother cow also had a strange amount of udders? No, mother had four. Four You're talking normal. about the, not the udder, you're talking about the nipples. Yeah. The udders. The oh. udders. Are they individually called udders? I thought the udder was a the full. You know what? I'm googling this. You don't know nothing about. I cows. don't have stabling, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'd help you, but I have no clue. Udder. Um, let's move along. Udder. Can we go talk to Gerald? Gerald, yeah. You want to check it on Gerald? We would like to kick in the door of his house. <laughs> <laughs> You're his really itching for some combat. The children are tied up, and he's like, ah, ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were just playing hostage. It's children, yeah. uh, hello. <laughs> we don't like strangers around here. <laughs> yeah. Tell them, kids. We don't trust strangers, do we, kids? This is random. kids. <laughs> 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 Random priest carrying all this books kicks in your door and stabs you through the heart. <laughs> That's every child's dream. Uh, no, Abelina was like, we'll walk with you. And she's like, all right. So, again, I spoke to Gerald after all this. Well, I thought you down. were looking for a lover. I am, but I, I, you said you wanted to talk to Gerald. Yes, I Gerald, she was kind enough up. to make an introduction to ease the beginnings of this conversation. But, Abelina, I do wonder with your uncanny ability to draw truth out of the very ether. Uh, if you noticed a- anything strange in talking to Gerald at all, or he was completely truthful, had no idea why his wife would have be missing? Truth be told, uh, I didn't sense anything nefarious in Gerald. While I did sense that maybe he wasn't telling me the whole story. I see. But since I didn't think there was any foul play, I did not press. Well, I believe we should speak with him, because foul play does not have to be a part of learning a deeper truth. We could learn maybe more about what was going on with his wife. What's her name again? Talitha. Her name. Her name. Oh. May- Maybelline. 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 Why, why can't she be true? <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's just Maybelline. Maybe. Here, I'll, I'll bring you to the door. She's dunk, 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 dunk. Here, step, 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 step. And we'll see you after this break. (sighs) 
What's going on, Nash? I am so excited about today's sponsor, Prize Picks. We talk about it all the time on the show. We've talked about it for years. I think the only thing that Joe, Skid, and I love more than role-playing games is sports. We're all in several fantasy leagues together across pretty much all of the major sports. But one thing that I've gotten really into over the past few years myself has been DFS. That's daily fantasy sports. And Prize Picks has taken DFS to the next level. When it comes to the NFL, this is arguably the best time for DFS. And with the big game right around the corner, Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn all these memorable playoff moments into 100x your money. For real. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. And Prize Picks has promotions like this all the time. They got this one on Tuesdays they call Taco Tuesdays, where every Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So I'm getting all juiced up for championship weekend this weekend. I'm trying to put together the best lineup. Here's what I'm thinking. I think I'm going to take Lamar Jackson to have more than 64 and a half rush yards combined with Justin Tucker to have more than one and a half field goals, Isaiah Pacheco to have more than half a TD. So just to, to score one TD. And then I can round off that ticket with one of these crazy promos that I was talking about for Christian McCaffrey to have more than half a rush yard. Unless a meteor lands on the 49ers stadium before kickoff, that's at least one pick that I know is going to hit. Now, I also can choose whether I want to do flex play, where I can win even if all my entries don't hit, or power play, where I need all four to hit for an even bigger payout. And I think you know which one your old buddy Troy has taken. All right, I don't have time for this ad anymore. I need to make more entries on prize picks, and you can do it too. Just go to prizepicks.com slash GCP and use... Use code GCP for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash GCP and use code GCP for a first deposit match up to $100. I love this app. I'm obsessed. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Door opens up just a hair. You see a guy's face? Uh, Alder woman Choa. Uh, uh, how can I help you? Kind of sees all of you. Uh, yes, um, Gerald, uh, these are some visitors here, and they are, um, investigating some of the problems that we've had. Oh, she's got an accent. Yes, Gerald, these are my friends. Uh, these, they're not my friends. I don't even know. Some visitors. <laughs> hey, are you okay? Some potential lovers. This is like a reverse section. Whiplash. Is the, is the beard diminishing your powers? I, just, I have so much to drink while searching for a lover. These, these people, these visitors, they, uh, they're here to maybe help us with some of our problems. Uh, it seems like they have some problems of their own, but uh, they had asked me uh, to, 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 to introduce you because obviously he's a... Uh, uh, I don't really, I don't really want to talk about it. She's like, I understand, but um, they may be able to help all of us. She looks at him. And he's like, All right, um, kids, I got dogs. He comes out on the porch. Is he beautiful? Gorgeous. He's, but he's wearing, like, again, filthy overalls. Uh, he's got dirt all over his face, and he's just stunning and young-looking. And he takes out a handkerchief and kind of wipes his neck and his top of his head. Uh, how, can, how can I help you? And uh, 
Abilene says, I'll leave you to it. Have fun, have fun with the letter. Yes. I'm going to try. Uh, Gerald, may I call you Gerald? You may. Uh, forgive the intrusion, and we are so sorry to, to drudge up painful memories, but as you know, there have been attacks in the lands around the farm, and we are, we've been tasked in, to investigate and perhaps put a stop to them. Um, what can you tell us about the night Maybelline disappeared? Uh, she just uh, told me she was heading out to uh, get some food. We we uh, we didn't have milk or something, eggs. I can't remember. Seems unimportant now, but uh, she said she wanted to go out and, and grab that at the store, and uh, I told her I'd go, and I wish I had. She left, and uh, that was it. Never came back. And she, uh, where would she, would the path to the store have taken her anywhere close to the borders of the town? Would she? The general store is right up there. He points. It's like five buildings down. That's why I didn't think too much, even though it was after dark. She was just walking up there to the general store after about. 15, 20 minutes, I come out on the porch, I looked, didn't see her, thought maybe she saw one of her friends and got to Gavin. Then uh, an hour passed, and I told the kids to stay put. Walked up there, and uh, old uh, Chevy that runs the, the general store said she ain't even ever come in. And what time did she leave? Uh, must have been six. 6.30, right, right around dinner time. Was it customary for her to go out at that time of night, right around dinner time? No, no, again, it was, we were just short on something that she wanted to make for dinner. Oh, you're right, you said it, you said it was sugar, right? No, it was like eggs or, or milk. All right, eggs. Can't remember, she was making something special for her anniversary. It was your anniversary? It was the night before, but I had to work. So she wanted to do something special. Was she upset that you had missed your anniversary? If she was, she didn't tell me. She didn't seem upset. She was all excited to make this this meal for us. And what time does the sun go down at Thinlands Farms? Well, on the days that we see the sun, which ain't many, it goes down around 5.30, 5.45 this time of year. It's winter. Had she been acting strangely at all in the days or weeks leading up to her disappearance? How do you mean? Anything outside of the ordinary? Um. No, 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 really. Gerald, how do I put this delicately? We're not from here. You don't know us. Maybe that means you don't trust us, but it also can be a bit of a blessing, don't you think? We have nothing. We know. We know no one in this town. And we have no reason to share anything we learn with anyone we would see. We'll be gone in a matter of hours. Perhaps if there's something you know that you didn't share with the alderwoman, we might be the perfect people to get it off your chest with. Anything that could help, really. Uh. 
don't you come inside. He turns around and opens the door. Come on in. And he just goes into like a dark house. I follow. I follow. Yep. Go in there. It's it's a mess. It looks like <laughs> the wife abandoned this schlep, and the house is this like plates piled up, and uh, <clears throat> you see two children standing in like another room, and they're standing like in the doorway, lit from behind. And uh, he's like, "Kids, go go on and uh, go go on in the kitchen. I've I, I, I got some some people here. I got to talk to about your ma." And the kids just kind of stare and then turn and go around the corner. And he's like wringing his hands and he's like, um, "Come, come with me." And he starts walking upstairs. <laughs> Um, as the kids walked away, like perception check on the kids. Okay. Yeah, are there are there kids? Creepy kids. Um God damn it. That's <laughs> fine. We'll we'll talk to the kids. You saw two beautiful Eight. Shetland ponies turn the corner. But <laughs> well, we saw we saw the kids. Yeah, we saw you saw the kids. Okay. Yeah. We'll just get, couldn't we'll see their faces. Well just the whole thing with like the kids are the people who have seen Kanipo in the town. Yeah, yeah we'll, so we'll, we'll we'll get there. Unless this guy kills us upstairs. We've had so yeah. much luck talking to children. So I think <laughs> this time will be it. Yeah, it's uh, children. Is, it's got to be handled very delicately. We'll follow this guy's lead for the moment, but we got to talk to those kids. We'll, we'll go upstairs. Go up the stairs. Dark, creaky staircase. Can I just also perception, or if you'll give it to me, are there any family photos? Like the wife? Is there anything? They're all scratched out. The wife's <laughs> eyes are scratched out. Photographs. Abelina's choice face has been pasted Paintings. over the wife's face. Pa- paintings. There's photographs in this. A lot of farming world. medieval families would commission <laughs> paintings of each other. They is definitely there, would have Polaroids. Is there a drawing? It's like a like a five foot by three foot painting. Yeah. <laughs> is there a There's stick one photo drawing? of all four of them with Santa. <laughs> Since Christmas, 1942. I'm just thinking a stick figure drawing that says "Mommy," you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, you, if you're if like you're specifically a, looking for that, you do see uh, some children's drawings like stuck to the wall. Oh, um, and some of them have the Slender Man. Tall, incredibly thin man. You don't see that. You don't. Oh, I don't see that. No. Mm. Stop lying. Uh, <laughs> do you want me to perception check? <laughs> you're, just, you're looking up the stairs and you're looking for that and you do see children's drawings. On the 27 wall. perception. Yeah, what do they look like? Anything special? Uh, it's just like uh, uh, how, like typical kids' drawings. House, stick figures, a tree. Okay. Um, no, you don't see any tall, thin men. Nothing creepy. All right, we head upstairs. You head upstairs. Dark staircase. So I saw it's a little dark here. Haven't felt much like letting in the light. Um... So, I didn't mention this to Abelina because I just didn't think it was all that important. Frankly, it was just something I was trying to figure out on my own. But uh, maybe it's not connected at all. Uh, Here, let me show you. And he opens up a door at the end of the hall. I'm sure it's not connected at all. (laughs) (laughs) And you see a... um, large table and on the table is like a um, that's what I'm looking for uh, like a recreation of the area 
than Lance Farms. Diorama. A diorama, but it's like huge, kind of like in Beetlejuice. Mm. He has the oh, town. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Like a model, basically, mm. of the whole town. Like at the Queen's Museum. Yeah, it's like a. Oh, like, yeah. It's got the whole town, but like then the surrounding forest as well, and it's highly, highly detailed. Wow. Um, and you're looking from a bird's eye view, so you see like trails through the woods and uh, trails leading uh, through town and everything. And he's like, she, she, uh, she got really into uh, sort of uh, hobby a few months ago. Start out with just buying a, a couple of a couple of things, and, and then she got into whittling and, and carving and painting, and, and, and I liked it. It, it kept her uh, kept her comfortable, and, and, and she enjoyed herself. Um, but then she really uh, got into it and uh, kind of took over her life. She wasn't. Uh, wasn't around as much anymore uh, even for the kids I'd come home and the kids would just be drawn alone in the dark and I'd come upstairs and she'd be feverishly working on this and uh, I didn't want to press because she seemed happy and I don't even know if this is connected to anything but uh, it's definitely not finished so I was hoping maybe she'd come back and finish her work and you see like it started and just went out 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 is it centered on their house it's centered on the town and then like the forest around it is growing out but then it just stops at different points like she hasn't finished it it's like I, i don't know i don't know what she was after here but you never asked her any details about why she was doing this one night it was just a hobby or one night, we had had a little uh, dust up. I uh, had, had a, f- a couple too many. The saloon, I, I never laid my hands on her or nothing like that. I wasn't rough. I just uh, came home uh, a little sloppy. And we got to arguing because she'd made dinner and I didn't tell her I was going to stay out. I didn't plan on staying I just started drinking. One thing led to another and I, I, I pushed the the diorama or whatever this thing is over and um there's one thing she said that just stuck with me she was like they're they're watching can't do that they're watching I thought maybe she was drinking then I thought maybe I just made that up misremembered but she fixed it as fast as possible and I passed out on the couch she was obsessed with it. Do you mind if we have a look? No, please. Um, so Tulitha would like to take the magnifying glass out. Oh, perfect. And nice. just, just scour this thing for any, if there anything looks unusual, maybe there's perhaps markings of it. Yeah, marks the openings, the portals. Uh, openings between the world, or anything that looks unusual, or anything that looks like she's... A small is, figurine named... Canepo. Yeah. It's just on it. <laughs> Buggles comes up to the edge of the table. He's just like, his eyes barely come up to him. He's just like, he's got his hands on the edge. He's just like peering over his Talitha's. And head. you see a little model of the six uttered cow. <laughs> like, I, I level with you. So oh, Mickey. Complete. Yeah, she made Mickey. Yeah. Look. And look, there's Mickey. Mickey's here. All right, I'm going to do perception. Okay, and what does the glass give you? Like a bonus? It gives me a bonus perception. Yeah. Oh, come on. 
Natural two. Use a bottle cap. I don't have one. Um, oh, like they're just everywhere. Oh yeah, we're all like, like this economy. You guys are this economy. Them all the time. Uh, with the bonus, ten. Ten. If it's related to Canepo, eleven. Uh, so you get in there with the investigator. You're the what is it? Magnifying glass. You're really looking in there. One thing that kind of jumps out at you is you do see, um, like coming from the door of their house, uh, like scratchings in the dirt because it's all it's very realistic what she's done here with very limited uh, tools. Um, there's like scratchings that go out and into the forest and then like out into the forest and then another scratching goes like almost like little pathways but not really pathways it's kind of like tracing routes could I roll scouting well it's like family circus cartoon how so like little the little kid that's just like he'll like trace out his path the day it's like here jumped in the pool and they're like he chased a dog here at the little dotted line yeah I mean there's just they're kind of all spiraling out and some of them just and in town, some of them go into the woods. Wait, and sorry, they look like scratches, or they, they look like like somebody took the tip of a pencil and traced oh, a like route. Made, a, made a line. Yeah, okay. could I do a scouting lore to see if I notice any pattern or may? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd like to do this. I was like, brother, Ramius, what do you make of this survival? I do a survival and try to get a sense. <laughs> Change of die. Give me a survival. Uh, I'll give you a survival. Twelve scouting lore. Let's go, Norse Foundry. Come on. Boom salad. 29. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm. Damn. All right, so you're, you're, you're giving a, a, a cursory glance, turns into a more intense gaze on this. He rips the magnifying glass out of the cleat. Gives her an that. irritated look. Give me that. What are you even doing with that? <laughs> you have it backwards. <laughs> I'm She's holding the glass She's and looking through the, the glass to like, okay, look, look, like look, look looking through the through handle. The handle. Yeah. It's like a pointer, right? This I, is how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you look and you realize. There isn't a pattern, but you do see that she, it appears that she was trying to figure something out. Yeah, and she was testing like the fences for weaknesses. <laughs> she was they like, remember. they remember. They remember. She was like looking and then realizing that's not right. Let's try this. Yeah. But they're very precise in the way they are. Right, so well, can she, we narrow down if there's like what's like the most recent one? Yeah, like what's the one that doesn't seem to have like not worked? If if that if that's possible. yeah, like dead end, dead end, dead end, empty end of. Well, they must all. Well, no, not necessarily. I was going to say like well, they all must not work. Like if this is something like her trying to but, reach the other side, but maybe the last maybe, one. But then she wouldn't be, have come back to scratch it. You know, what's she looking for? So you try and figure out what the latest one was. And it doesn't make sense because you, you see it and you're like, this looks like, the, if you recognize any sort of pattern here, this looks like the most recent one. But when you watch it, it goes uh, uh, like towards the general store, but doesn't even make it to the general store, goes past out into the woods and then curves back around and comes into town and like connects with a previous line that ended in oh. like scratch outs. Like, is there oh. a certain way you need to? What if it? What if walk? there's a tunnel or something? What, what if it's not above ground? It's below ground. Or on this plane. Or on this plane. Or if there's a way to like summon the holes somehow. Well, even still, we should take any path that 
heads toward the general store and walk it. Yeah. Definitely. We should walk it. We should walk Like you path. said, both ways. Maybe it's forward, maybe it's backward. It's worth a try. Uh, you, Gerald, you've been extremely helpful. Uh, <clears throat> one more thing, and this is quite delicate. And of course, you should feel free to be with us, but might we speak to your children? Oh, it's, it's uh, almost time for their bath. And we bed. won't be. We won't be long. Can I ask what you want to know? Just their observations of their mother. Maybe they'd seen something in what she was doing here at the table that you didn't because you were at work. Just anything that can be. And even this, in this kind of investigation, even the smallest detail, it seems so insignificant, can sometimes shine a light on what was previously in darkness. In other words, we wish to terrorize them needlessly before we go and continue It's so the messed story. up. Like, we're going to ask them about the monsters they see. <laughs> right before, <laughs> right, the best time to do it is Tell right, me right before bedtime. Right. <laughs> do you see monsters too? <laughs> Have you seen this man? They're real, you know. I'm here to tell you they're real. (laughs) They're real. No. Um, If it's just that, okay. killed our friend. (laughs) It's just that, okay. (laughs) Just that. All right. The monsters who killed mommy (laughs) killed our friend as well. There's a little boy who doesn't live far from here, (laughs) who lives in constant terror. (laughs) (laughs) He's your age. He's the son of a demon. You know what? You remind me of him a little bit. He sees demons. It's It's like the scene in Tar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Petra's father. Yeah. <laughs> man finds you. No, no um, one will believe you. Children no can one be, will believe you. Children can be incredibly insightful in ways that we do not even understand. Meaning, grown-ups, we see the world in a different way than they do. It can be very helpful. You're welcome to be there. We'll be gentle. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to be there. Uh, I trust you and all, but they, they might be scared. Yeah, all right, come on. He leads you out of the room, closes the door. You take one last look at that diorama. And then, uh... uh, Mildred! Jim! Okay. It's good to know there's no information Never mind. All right. (laughs) We'll we'll be going. We'll start walking. Sorry to trouble you. Toward the generals. Never mind. Just going to write down. You know what I just realized? We are short on the light. We're losing the light, so we will... (laughs) I just wanted to make up their names. Mildred and Jim. Mildred, Jim. The second. Jim. Enters any Troy LaValle yeah. game. We only want to talk to Mildred. It is complete nonsense. And has nothing to do with the plot. Jim, you can, you can sit. Jim, you can wait. You can go have your bath. You can have your bath. Yeah. My grandfather's name was Jim. Mildred. Jim. Jimmy, can I call you Jimmy? Please, no, please don't. Please don't. That's the boy's voice? No, that's... Oh. God. Are the children also, like, cherubic, beautiful? Like, do they look like babies? They look like models. They look like child models. Like Gerber baby filthy. models. Filthy. Yeah, but they're, old. they're like, probably uh, six and no, seven like years Gerber old. Gerber baby. They're not infants. <laughs> yes, they're... But everybody looks so young. I'm wondering how it affects their age. They're seven years old really with, like, baby, baby faces. Oh, okay. That's terrifying. That's actually what... They're... I'm like, they have no teeth. No teeth. Well, like, I'm wondering... That's the dirty secret of the Gerber, ba- the Gerber baby food companies, that the model actually was 13. Yeah. Oh. Well, like, I'm wondering also, like, with kids, they run around a lot and get scrapes. Like, does this also affect, like, they don't get 
hurt. A bruise or a scrape. They're dirty. They are scrapeless and like, they're, they're just dirty and uh, they have no teeth. Dirty but scrapeless. Completely scrapeless. Dirty but scrapeless. <laughs> Remove your clothes. Completely smooth. I don't believe you talk to your kids. Don't worry. It'll be fine. All above board. Remove your clothes. <laughs> I need to check for scrapes on your knees and elbows. <laughs> Need to see that you. You know can that was a good it. question, Mildred. Jim, may we attempt to injure your children to see what happens, Mildred? Jim, take off your clothes. No, um, Mildred, Jim, these uh, nice people have some questions. They, uh, they, uh, we're trying to help your mother, perhaps even find her. Father looks. He's like, they, they, they're probably not going to or anything. You know, we we, we talked that the mama probably ain't, ain't coming back, and we've all sort of accepted that. But you know, they they might be able to give us some information that would uh, uh, give us peace. So they want to ask you some questions. Asta sits on the ground to get like to their level. Uh, they're not even looking; they're just drawing. And she says, "I like your drawing." <laughs> One of mommy's birds. Oh, one of mommy's birds. Yeah. Did mommy like birds? I think so. What is it? Um, it's not as good as hers, but it's a, a parakeet. Wow, I think that is really good. Don't we all really like the parakeet? Or yes. Jim's like, I got a parakeet too. Wow. Nobody cares, Jim. <laughs> Did you shut up, Jim? <laughs> Did your mommy... Jim, it's clear you're not part of the plot. <laughs> Let your sister speak. Stop wasting our time. You don't know <laughs> shit, Jim. Did your mommy draw birds, too? Yeah, she draw birds. She draw birds with us all the time. She was always, always drawing uh, birds. Can you show us some of her drawings? Um... Uh, over here and brings you in the living room and you see uh, there's like a bunch of child's drawings and then there's one drawing that's clearly been done by an adult but it's not like a lot nicer mommy made that one as if I drew it yeah as if Matthew drew it <laughs> and Jim is like yeah mommy made that one is it another parakeet or are these all like different birds it's just like a it's weird. It's almost like not deformed, but it's it's it would be like if I drew a bird or if Matt Shitty drew a bird. Yeah, drawing like a, a bird, bird from memory. Yeah, of- drawing a bird from I don't even think I draw. Uh, you wouldn't even know if I drew something right now as a bird. It, like it has a head and, and a wing goes up and around, but like nothing special. Wow, what did mommy call that? The bird. Bird. She drew those a lot. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And she'd have us draw it, and she'd tell us how to do it, and we would try to do it and we didn't always do it the way that she wanted she would she would say you no know, you gotta go this way can I look at the, the mommy drawing to flip it over see if there's anything written on it nothing on the back but you do see that all the birds are kind of variations on the same theme is it the same style like are they drawn with the same is it the same bird it might be the same bird like the bird itself is insignificant it's like there's like there was the shape is the shape the like, shape is the same shape that just changes ever so slightly huh you know I don't think I've ever seen a bird like this and I live in the woods huh <gasps> you live in the woods it's dangerous there it is a little dangerous you shouldn't go in the woods but I was born there and you know I've never... you were born in the woods mm-hmm I've never seen a bird like this that's so interesting what did mommy say when you drew them she told you to draw them why 
I, she, I think she just really liked birds. She would say, no, no, and she'd take one and would scrunch it up, and then she'd say, you got to try this, try the bird this way, try the bird this way. And um, sometimes they just weren't right. They weren't... Um, she looks at Jim, and he goes, worthy. They weren't always worthy. worthy. That's what Mommy said. Yeah. Did Mommy ever say anything about her being worthy or you being worthy or your dad being worthy? Mom, Mommy loved us, right, Dad? Joel says, yes, Mama loved you very much and Daddy loves you. And, and, uh, and, and I, I, think, I think we're probably ready to take a bath now, right? Unless you guys have anything else. Did your mother ever say who these birds were worthy for? I don't know. Was she trying to... Stand. Was she trying to make these nice birds for someone? I don't think so. She just wanted us to help her make the perfect bird. Okay. That's really nice. Your mommy was really nice. Is really nice, Jim says. Yeah. She is really nice. Is really nice. And she's going to come home... And we'll draw birds forever. And we'll be worthy. That's right. It sounds like it is bath time. Perhaps we should... You guys want to take a should. bath with us? No. 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 Thank you. I don't think we can. All right. We have to be on our way, but thank you for your hospitality, Gerald. Yeah. And if we find out anything, we will, of course, come and talk to you. All right. Good luck, and maybe just kind of... Keep all this between us. Of course. of course. Keep on town, get nosy. I just want to be left alone to raise my children. I don't want to speak to anyone else in this town. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet dreams, Mildred and Jim. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Rest assured, this will be kept, kept in the utmost confidence because we hate everyone else. <laughs> Last thing we want to do is speak to anyone exactly. else. Exactly. Uh, you Gerald, can count on our misanthropic nature to keep your secret. Um, uh, and we'll head out. You'll head out. What time of day is it now? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's time for bed. Now it's like probably 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. Let's oh. walk. Kids stayed up late. Let's walk the path. Walk the path towards the general store and we'll like loop around. Loop into the forest and come back the way it was drawn. Loop into the forest. (laughs) Also, before we... The last path, she went into the forest and came back. I thought you were were born in the forest. (laughs) I was born in the dark. Not not (laughs) this kind of forest. Is this because you're scared or because you want to go to bed? Are you asking Sydney or are you asking Asta? Asta. <laughs> I'm sleepy. Um, <laughs> I want to go to bed. I want to go to bed. Uh, no, Asta is down to go into the forest. She says we I should... I do feel we should walk this path. I, I agree. In the night. I really wanted to ask the children about Kinepo. But I didn't feel it How was right. How to phrase it. Also, if Kinepo assaulted Stop. the... Don't say the name. You Kinepo. said it. Kinepo. I whispered it. Stop. Kinepo. What are you doing? Drawing him to us. Kinepo. Kinepo. You don't understand the forces at play here. Perhaps and not. you do? Well, no, but... Has Kinepo visited you in the night, Asta? He visited all of us, if I remember correctly. Have you been deemed worthy? I feel threatened. trial here. I feel threatened, Talitha. I am on your side, but I simply... 
know the gravity of bringing things to life through not through words. what's the word I'm looking words? for? Buggles? Thank words. you. Words. Using words. Yes, thank you, Buggles. To make things happen. It's not like magic. Yes. No, you're right. Thank you, Buggles. I have a feeling that is <laughs> <laughs> here regardless. It's here already. Who do you believe, who do we believe, is watching? It's not just Kanepo, if we are to believe Gilbert's telling they. 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 Who could that be? You see, Talitha, this, the they actually kind of really seems to disturb Talitha. Mm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Talitha, you seem unusually disturbed. I'm just creeped out by that that creepy man and his creepy children and creepy and the creepy diorama that's two creepy men and creepy children in one day mm. yes. but in different is, ways. is Melchior still with us sorry two days oh, <laughs> oh Melchior, sorry, what do you three think? creepy men <laughs> Melchior <laughs> stayed back to talk with Abelina oh, okay. oh he's now the they're lover. having sex no uh she she wanted he wanted to know more about what she knew of Varna alright Let's walk this path. Let's, yeah. let's, yeah. Talitha will be like, let's walk this Before path. Before we do, was there anything about the patterns made to form the birds that reminded me at all of the patterns in the diorama? As a matter of fact, they do. Oh. They are very, very similar. Um, obviously, you saw that she was going, trying to figure out one way, and then realizing that wasn't correct. But yeah, there's something to the idea of it going into the forest and coming back that reminds you of like a bird's wing. There is definitely a bottle cap worthy connection. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Nice. Thank you. Um, I, I was I was wondering if they were if these were flight paths that she was tracing, but. Mm. Let's go into the forest. Let's let's walk this path. Yeah, walk the path into the forest. I stole the, one of the pictures <laughs> of the bird. Maybe we just asked. No. <laughs> Not buggles. That's yeah. What a dumb idea. I want to steal. <laughs> you go into the woods. You know that's the portion you have to go in the wing. If it, if it's that's what that is, and uh, it's dark. It's eerie. You always feel like people are watching you, or things are watching you. You hear. Uh, you're a lot more aware of bird sounds now. I, I draw my katana. Birds on the bridge. Sing. Just step my side. Ka, ka. In. The fuck was that? Was Are that? we like deep in the woods kind of, or can we see town? Uh, or is it like thick, like immediately? Uh, about five, ten minutes of walking, you can't really see the lights of town because there aren't many lights. But eventually you loop back around and come into town. Is there any trace of... You know, Anyone else going this way before? Yeah, or? let's roll survival. Yeah, maybe roll survival. Also, nature on like the birds that she had drawn, like maybe when they fly this path, if that's what they're doing. Yeah, you could do a nature on that. It was very all you heard was parakeet, but yeah. uh, there was no no nothing on any of these birds. That twenty on nature and birds in the path. There you oh. go. Um. You don't know anything specific about parakeets that that would give you any. Sort of, oh, that parakeets always go this way at this time of year. Um, and even thinking back, it didn't even look like a parakeet. It's just a, a nondescript bird. Should we follow the path in the drawing? Try to recreate it? Yes. Yeah. Can I? Is there any way? That's what we're doing, right? 
Yeah. We yes. did yeah. one. We did well, like the wing, but. Also, what time did she do it before? Six, 6.30. What time is it now? 10. Oh. Perhaps we rest. Sleep on it. Do we finish the, do we complete yeah, let's finish the, the circuit and then. Finish the circuit yeah, and you're said, back in town. Yeah, he yeah. said we did the circuit. All right. Um, yeah, real quick survival check. I just wanted to see, that's a 20. I just wanted to see if the, uh, sorry, it's not a 20, it's an 18. I wanted to see if the, the path that we were walking corresponded to a trail, like an actual trail. It's like we probably could not walk through uncut woods. Right. Yeah, I mean, when like you wood. first walked in, it was uncut woods, but it wasn't so thick that you couldn't get through. Okay. Uh, what'd you roll for survival? 18. 18. From time to time, you did see a broken branch that sort of made you think, oh, someone else has so walked through here. Passed through, but it's not a trail. It's, it's not, not a, a trail. trail or Eventually, anything. it comes back on, and you are on the trail that mm-hmm. leads right directly back into town. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Interesting. So you go back uh, to the... Um, the inn. Inn. The saloon. The saloon. And uh, you see Malkior is uh, in his cups a bit. And he's like, oh, hey, I was, I was going to come and um, meet up with you uh, while you were talking to that man. But I uh, got to talking to Abelina and the bartender uh, had spoke to Varna as well. I, I don't really, didn't really learn too much, but I, it was him. They definitely saw him. He was here and, and he left. I think he was here to help. I think he was here to, to help them with their problem. Maybe it was a mission uh, from the Oak Stewards. Maybe they were, were sending him as like a, uh, a, a, a rogue agent to, to help these people because that's what the Oak Stewards do. They, they help people. That's what I think he did. And maybe he just he got into some trouble on the way back or maybe, maybe he got lost. Druid got lost in the woods. He's in denial over... Whatever happened to Varna? Varna, disip- we all know Varna disappeared. Yeah. If anything, also maybe like the uh, Maybelline, like seeming to get possessed almost to like with her obsession. Yeah, with the obsession, like yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm sure that's I mean, what happened, Melchior. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we should all go to bed. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna have a couple more, and then uh, and then I'll do. We get a room. We get rooms. We got. We got. We rooms. have rooms. Did you get a room? It's fine. I, 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 I can take care of myself. I'll see you in the morning. And you go upstairs. Good night, Melchior. And you go to bed. You guys keeping watch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> I mean, ordinarily, we probably wouldn't in an inn, but the fact that we're being... And the last inn... They yeah. came to our door, and this place yeah, is so yeah. creepy. Yeah, and we're yeah we're being haunted by a slender figure. Also, people here. I don't know if I trust the, the town people is weird. here. Yeah, the town is weird. I don't want to get robbed in the night. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you keep watch. We don't have to get into the details of that watch, but someone is always awake, watching the door, watching the the locked windows, just making sure everything's on the up and up. And you wake up the next morning, and. Buggles, you see something in the middle of the room right when you wake up. And someone's on watch. Uh, we'll say that the person on watch uh, for that early shift was Asta. Asta, you're right there. And you turn, and Buggles, maybe you're pointing at it. And Asta, you see it as well and have no idea how that got there. It wasn't there a second ago. Um, 
all of you see this commotion and turn and see a dead bird lying in the center of the room. And its wings have been like elaborately and purposefully broken. Just like twisted in some weird uh, fashion. Like artistic, maybe? It's horrifying. Uh, No blood. It's just like this awful, twisted, dead bird on the ground. I didn't do that. How'd that get in? Are the windows open? I checked the windows. Locked. And awake, nothing. I don't understand. Coming up close to it. Yeah, let's investigate it. Pull like out the drawing. of bird is it? Magnifying glass. It looks like a finch. Finch. I'm going to get my magnifying glass out. I'm going to take stick, a look. Stick forward. <laughs> I'm pursuing a lead. Uh-huh. I'm using a different die. Brother Amius is going to get out a, his, his quill and a, and a piece of paper. He's going to start drawing exactly the bird as it lays before anybody touches it. Natural 19. There you go. There it is. Okay. So for perception, that would be a 26. I'm sorry, 27, uh, 28 if it's related to Kanepo or the first world. Ooh. Amazing. Ooh. You're looking at this and trying to think back to the mother's diorama, trying to think back to the children's paintings, piecing this all together. Bird's eye view for Ramius looking as well, trying to decipher a pattern. And you realize that this bird is a map. It sort of overlays with what she was drawing. Um, but, you know, you'd have to go back there to try and perfectly figure out which way is what and what she was trying to decipher that maybe she didn't figure out. Because not only is it a map, but it's also a clock pointing to a very specific time. And we'll see you next oh, week. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, a break in the case. A lot of breaks. A broken wing in the case. A broken wing in the case. Oh, a place and a time or just a time? A place and a time. A place and a time. time. It's drawing us in. (laughs) Maybe this is what happened to her. Yeah, Yeah. this is what happened to everybody. Varner, everybody. Yeah, but we have to follow that path. We have to. I wonder if it was her that left the bird. Don't be She's ridiculous. operating on another plane. That's so stupid. That doesn't make any sense. My fucking life. God damn it. <laughs> it's time to make your membership official. Become an official member of the Nash today at jointhenash.com. That's jointhenash.com, where you'll get access to exclusive podcasts and live streams you can't find anywhere else. See what everybody's talking about and join the Nash today at jointhenash.com. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? 
Well, we dove deep into the Empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.